Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell. And this is Jonah Trebowasser. And welcome back to another edition of Radio Rotary, sponsored by local Rotarians, your friends dedicated to service. Each week we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world, people sharing ways to improve your life. And Jonah, our very special guests are Shana Makuchi and Cassandra Quidnow, and we'll be talking about the Route 212 Coalition and the Road Back from Drug Addiction. So let's say first good morning to... Important show. Yes, let's say good morning to Shana Makuchi. Hi, Shana. Hi. And uh, Cassandra Quidnow. Good morning, Cassandra. Hey, how are you? Good. So tell us, what is the Route 212 Coalition? What does that mean? Well, the Route 212 Coalition is its a grassroots uh, community organization that Shana and I founded uh, over a little over six months ago in Woodstock. Mm-hmm. So we named it the Route 212 Coalition because Route 212 runs from Saugerties to Woodstock to Phoenicia. In Ulster County. In Ulster County, right. yes. And uh, what, what is it involved with? I mean, what is, uh, Shana, what does the Route 212 Coalition get themselves involved in? What's, what's your mission statement? Um, our mission is to bridge the gaps in substance abuse services by linking resources, providing support, building awareness, and collaborating with other organizations in Ulster County to make services more accessible to those in need. And that fits in with your professional background because you are a social worker, correct? Yes. And Cassandra, what's your professional background, if I may ask? I actually have my KSAC T right now, and I'm finishing up schooling for human you'll services. Have, you'll have to explain what that first thing yeah. is. My KSAC T is a certified alcohol and substance abuse counselor. Okay, so just how bad a problem is, is this uh, becoming? You know, we see a lot in the newspapers, uh, or we hear on the news right here uh, on this station about the increase in substance abuse with opioids, you know, pills, yeah. inexpensive and pervasive. And very, and very accessible. Apparently, it's the drug of is choice. It, is it really a, a growing problem, or is it just being reported more? What's the story here, Cassandra? Well, yeah, it's a huge problem. I mean, um, statistics alone say last year 47,000 people in America had passed away in some sort of opioid-related overdose. Let's not jump over that. Yeah. Forty-seven. Thousand. Forty-seven thousand. Keep in mind that fifty-five thousand died in the Vietnam War. We're talking about forty-seven thousand in one year succumbing to drug abuse. Yes, it's really scary, and it's underreported as well. A lot of times, an overdose is reported as respiratory failure or something like that. So, it's underreported too, which I think is something we need to focus on. And, so, and, can yeah. I just, for our listeners, sure. both um, Shana and Cassandra are young ladies, and I don't mean that in, in anything but the highest respect. They're much younger than we are, and probably... Everyone's much younger than I am. <laughs> well, they're, in more, they're more in touch right. with the youth, with the younger community. Or as we and, say in the criminal justice system, the youth. The youth. Well, right. and, and Jonah, since you and I have uh, started doing this show, and we with our mission of bringing information about the community to the community, right. we have done more and more. Are you seeing this? We have had more yeah, shows about um, this uh, drug mm-hmm. epidemic, basically, right. that's right. happening, um, you know, high school level, middle school level. It just it's it's I mean, I grew up in the 60s. I'm giving my age away the 60s and the 70s. And that was like, you know, that that psychedelic uh time in in our history and it's but it's nothing like what's going on now so shana um 
let's talk a little bit about what kind why of... Why is this? Yeah, why, why are we talking about... Why, why is this happening? And fit in also uh, the, the issues of, of alcohol and uh, perhaps even marijuana. You know, they talk about marijuana being an entry drug. What does that mean? Um, well, I think for some people, it definitely is the gateway. You know, once someone has okayed getting high on one substance or using a substance to uh, numb themselves or whatever they're using it for, um, they've okayed themselves to opening up maybe to other avenues or other substances to do the same sort of thing. But that can that can also apply to drinking. Absolutely. It's not just, I mean, you know, it's not just marijuana, so to say. So right. then, but you're right. So, you know, you get a little thrill from that. As you said, numb, numb yourself. There might be, they might be self-medicating for different reasons. What's the story though? What, what are you all seeing, um, Cassandra? What are you seeing the biggest need on the grassroots level? Besides being the liaison, I mean, with the people that you come in contact with. Well, the people that we come in contact with is all aspects of the community. We um, try as hard as we can to work with the youth. Um, we work really closely with families. We made that a priority of ours to support the families okay. of those that are struggling with addiction. And a lot of the time we hear from them that there weren't a lot of support services offered in our area. Okay. So we looked at the gaps in our area and in our community, and we tried to address those the best we could. So the Route uh, 212 Coalition, do you have a website? Is there information for people who are listening? We do have a website. Um, it's a little bit under construction right now, mm -hmm. but it's rt212coalition.org. rt212coalition.org. Um, and we also have a Facebook page. It's probably the best way to get the most up-to-date information on what we're doing, what events are coming up, um, what's going on in our communities. And on Facebook, you can just find us at RT212Coalition. Okay. Folks at home, get a pencil and paper because we'll have Shana McCucci and uh, Cassandra Quednow repeat that important contact information in the second half of the show. So, uh, Cassandra, um, do you offer... Actual treatment services? Do you point people in the right direction? What is it that the Route 212 Coalition is doing uh, besides uh, offering education on the scourge of drug abuse? Well, when we decided to start this coalition, we wanted to make sure that we use our energy in the most beneficial way. And we really looked at how we could, where we would make the biggest impact as a coalition and individually. And we saw that as not so much addressing the addict themselves, because we it's apparent that an addict themselves it's hard to reach them unless they want to be reached. It's hard to help them unless they want to be helped. So we focused our efforts on prevention. So we work really closely with the youth. Education, we hold a lot of educational forums. We bring a ton of resources into the community. Um, we work as a liaison between the community and political offices, um, you know, things like that. And another thing that we really do is we offer support to the community. We have a support group. It's the first and third Wednesdays of the month at 630 upstairs at the Woodstock Library. And um, it's something that's really important to both of us. You know, as Sarah pointed out, uh, the advantage that you two have is that unlike an old geezer like myself coming in to lecture kids in high school and they go, yeah, 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 dad, whatever you think. You're really close in age to these high school and college kids. So, um, uh, you know, you, you can connect with them better. But what got you interested in this? Why uh, did you individually decide to uh, launch a campaign against uh, addiction? Shana? Um, well, I think the reality is um, 
everyone in the world, I think, at this point is touched by addiction. Mm -hmm. And I think um, if you're not, you're truly blessed or you're blind to it. Um, I know addiction exists within my own family. And that's, you know, a big reason why I jumped in to work on this issue in my community. And Cassandra? Well, we... A huge jumpstart to this coalition was the fact that we lost three young people in our community to opiate overdose. This is in Sorgatis. In Woodstock. In Woodstock, yeah. Okay. In Woodstock, our small little community, three right. youths in the matter of three months. And I have my own personal journey with addiction, and it brought me to a lot of dark places. And I've I've conquered that. And, you know, I've really grown in the last few years since I found sobriety. And I think it's beneficial that I use that experience to see the lacks in services that I didn't have, what led me to my own addiction, and it's driving me to address those needs in people who are struggling now. Wow, so talk about that, relating well, to Well, and also the people. added credibility is you can look somebody in the eye yeah. and say, look, you know what, I've been there, been I've done there. that, yeah. and I know, mm-hmm. I know the bright side of the sidewalk, and I know the dark side of the sidewalk. Well, that's very courageous, Cassandra, for you to share that with us and our listeners and everybody else. Good for you. You know, would you agree, uh, Cassandra and and Shana, that this is not something that's focused on uh, poor people, that it cuts across all economic uh, strata, professionals, there's there's doctors and lawyers and engineers who are addicted. Uh, it, It goes across all families. Is this something that uh, is is true as in your experience? Absolutely. I think that um, I think that drugs don't discriminate. I think that um, they hit a lot of people, especially the heroin um, specifically and opiate um, addiction issues. I think they reach everyone, all sorts of economic statuses, uh, races, genders. I mean, ages. It, it cuts across the board. And, mm-hmm. and Cassandra, when we talk about opiates, what are examples yeah. of those? I mean, everyone knows yeah, heroin. Every day, what is it? It's yeah. not an aspirin, for yeah. example. What What is an opiate, an example? Well, opiates are um, the most prevalent opiate are the ones that you get from your doctor, the ones mm-hmm. that are sitting in your medicine cabinet. It's Percocet and Vicodin. Um, it's Oxycontin. It's fentanyl. It's drugs that doctors prescribe that people perceive as non-harmful. They leave them in their medicine cabinets and don't lock their medicine cabinets. And the majority of people who are found find themselves in a heroin addiction today started off with pills that they found in their family's medicine cabinet. And They're highly addictive. Right. Yeah. And highly we're gonna addictive. we're going to find out more about that and the great work of the Route 212 Coalition to, to fight addiction in just a moment. But first, let me remind our listeners they're in tune with Radio Rotary on the air and around the world by podcast on iTunes and at RadioRotary.org. My name is Jonah Tree. Boss and my co-host is the effervescent Sarah O'Connell. Our very special guests today from the Route 212 Coalition, Shana Makuchi and Cassandra Quednow. And tell us, Sarah, who brings us Radio Rotary this week? Well, Jonah, Radio Rotary is sponsored by Riverside Bank, your regional bank, for all of your personal and wealth management needs. And by the featured Rotary Clubs of Brewster, East Fishkill, Fishkill, Goshen, Highland, Hyde Park, Kinderhook, Tri-Village, Kingston, Sunrise, Millbrook, Nanuet, and Newburgh, New York. And we'll be back Back with more Radio Rotary after these important messages. Salisbury Bank and Trust offers personal and business banking, residential mortgages, commercial lending, 
and investment services. With 13 locations throughout the tri-state region, in Dutchess and Orange Counties, the northwest corner of Connecticut, and southern Berkshire County, Massachusetts, including Riverside Bank with division offices in Poughkeepsie, Red Oaks Mill, Fishkill, and Newburgh. Salisbury Bank is your personal bank in your community, making local decisions and delivering the highest quality of customer service. Salisbury Bank is your local bank for all of your personal and business needs. Check them out at SalisburyBank.com. That's SalisburyBank.com. Salisbury Bank and Trust, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Salisbury Bank, enriching. Hudson Valley Rotarians invite you to support Shelterbox USA as they provide disaster relief aid for victims around the world. Shelterbox disaster response teams are on site assessing people's needs and ensuring that your invaluable support goes directly to those who need it most. For more information and to donate, go to shelterboxusa.org. That's shelterboxusa.org. Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell, and I'd like to welcome back our loyal listeners to the second half of this edition of Radio Rotary. I'm, and I'd like to welcome back our uh, disloyal listeners. Well, I'd like to I like welcome to be you back, my co-host, Jonah Trebos. Are you going to behave now? I have to behave because, yeah, because we, we have, have lovely, lovely people here and with us. Not only us. lovely people, but very dedicated people, and okay. one of whom I've known a long time, and she'll report back to my wife that I've misbehaved today. Okay, so <laughs> you best behave. Well, we're talking to Shane. Dana Marcucci and um, Cassandra Quidnow about the Route 212 coalition in Ulster County. Um, so welcome back, um, Shana and Cassandra, to the show. Um, you had a really important question when we were off, Mike. You want to set that up, Jonah, for the Only ladies? Only if you remind me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm you old. wanted to know. I'm forgetful. You wanted to know what are the signs oh, yes. within a home, like yes. a household, yes. of perhaps your teenage, high school, I'm just going, I'm just using that as an example. What's the difference? You know, how does their behavior change? Give us some flags. Yeah, that, that's true. Anyone who's raised teenagers know that every once in a while, they get rebellious, they get mouthy. Not you ladies, of course. I know they that were you perfect. were both angels. All right. But what warning signs can you advise parents or grandparents to look for that maybe... Um, those kids are getting into grandma's uh, medicine cabinet and getting the take, Percocet, taking the Percocet out and sticking them in their pocket, a few pills, or they're getting uh, onto something much more serious, such as uh, you know, heroin or cocaine. Well, I think first of all, I'd like to touch on the fact again about locking up your medicine cabinets. Right. We need to start this in prevention, and it's really important to lock up your medicine cabinets. And with that being said, I think a lot of signs and symptoms, well, there's also denial associated with it. You never sure. want to think that your your child is going to be experimenting in something like this. And I think that's the, the part that is important with this epidemic. So parents already assume that their kid would never do this. So we need to step out of that and we need to realize that it's affecting everybody. And when you're working with your teenager and you're raising them and you're looking at the ways that they're interacting with you, you know them. And if you suspect that they're acting different, it's for a reason. Whether it's drugs or not, you need to address it. But if it is drugs, some signs and symptoms that you can look for are 
staying out past curfew, always being tired, not wanting to get up for school, um, little things like that, those little falling types of grades, changes. Falling uh, grades, Cassandra, falling grades? Yeah, falling grades. Um, when people abuse pills, opiates, they itch a lot. Their nose itches, their skin itches. They fall asleep. They nod out is what they call it. Those are some obvious signs and symptoms. And then again, keep track of your medication. If you suspect medication missing or money missing, it's something you need to address. Shana, what uh, can the Route 212 Coalition that uh, you and Cassandra have uh, established and doing so much great work with, what can it do for parents as far as education is concerned? Um, as far as education is concerned, parents can reach out to us to ask questions. Um, we can link them with other resources to get information to help, um, you know, if their, ch- if their child needs help. And where where do they go to reach out to to you, Shana Marcucci and Cassandra Quidnow of the Route 212 Coalition? Where's the best place to find out and, re- and connect with you? A lot of people reach out to us through our Facebook page. They can privately message us on Facebook. Facebook is an amazing thing, isn't it? All right. It's and really the, amazing. And the Facebook page is? It's RT212 Coalition on Facebook. Um, they can also email us, and our email address is RT212Coalition at gmail.com. And folks at home, get a pencil and paper. We will have uh, Shana repeat that before the end of the show. So they reach out to you and say, I think my kid's uh, uh, in using drugs, heroin, pills, whatever, um, do you like show up at the house and say, come here, kid, I want to talk to you? Or I mean, what do you do? Um, I wouldn't say that we are interventionists by any means. Um, what we can do right now is link families to the resources that we know about, um, hook them up with programs that exist um, locally. Okay. And also, um, we have a support group. It's called Touched by Addiction. And anyone is welcome to come. It's not faith-based. It's uh, unaffiliated, so it's not 12-step. Anyone can come. They can talk about how it's affecting their lives and start to heal and learn some tools to, to so, work so with So maybe if you're connected, you have a boyfriend, a girlfriend, a child, a parent that is a you co-worker, suspect. A co-worker, a friend, a, a sibling. I how mean, to deal anyone. with it yourself, yeah, mm-hmm. as so, well as somebody who might be addicted. Mm-hmm. Is that true? Sure. Yeah, so the door is open. Yes. Now, you two started the Route 212 Coalition, um, in case anyone joined us late, because of uh, some... Uh, personal interest in this. Uh, Shana, you mentioned that there was uh, at least one member of your family who was involved. And Cassandra, you yourself uh, are, recovering, are recovering or recovered. Mm-hmm. And you'd never believe this, folks, because she's a hale, healthy, and very pretty young lady. Very pretty. But, um, you know, she's been there, she's done that, so she's got that extra credibility to know what she's talking about. Is it still just the two of you doing this, or have you gotten more help? Um, we do have a really solid group of volunteers, and they have no idea how grateful we are to them um, that well, have been working with us really well. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thank you. <laughs> um, they are really, really fantastic. Uh, primarily, we're running around doing a lot of um, the liaison work with officials in our community and to different groups, um, but they really help hold things down. They help us put together events um, and other such programming that we need help with. Is that how you fund your operation? Is are, Do you need funding? I mean, do do we need to make an ask now? This is an opportunity, <laughs> so, ladies. Um, we are a grassroots organization, yeah. so okay. we actually don't receive funding. We don't make anything. This mm-hmm. is a passion. Um, so, no, but... 
there's a but. Um, we have launched the PARI program in okay. our um, community. It's the Police Assisted Addiction Recovery Initiative. And what it does is it allows people to go to the police department, ask for help, and get um, connected to a network of over 250 treatment centers throughout the country and get linked to go to treatment. So we have a scholarship fund we've set up so that um, financial reasons aren't what keeps someone from being able to get to treatment. Um, it can help with things like the um, sort of payment, initial payment for insurance costs. So you or do flights. you do have a fi- a way for people to contribute financially, yes. if they want. Okay, but so it goes directly direct- towards helping very good point individuals going to treatment. It's not for any kind of operational right. expenses. There are no salaries involved. This is a fund, as you called it, the scholarship fund. This is set up to help people take that next step into a recovery facility, assumably something like that, or whatever yes. it is that they need. And okay, if, if you. Uh, want to volunteer if people want to volunteer and help you with this great work how did they get hold of you well the best way to get a hold of us again is on our facebook page rt212 coalition on facebook or by email rt212 coalition at gmail.com what kind of jobs do you have for volunteers well we're looking for volunteer angels so um we have molded the PARI program to fit our community, and we have named it the Woodstock Outreach Initiative Program. And through that, we're recruiting angels from the community, and these angels are going to directly assist someone who's battling with substance use disorder and assist them and the police officer in getting them linked with treatment. So that's what we're looking for as far as volunteers go now. And we're looking for volunteers that can cover a six-hour on-call shift in within 20 minutes of Woodstock. So that means you can come and spend a day in our town and cover it once a week, or whether you live in the area. Now, there's something new out there called Narcan. I understand it's like an EpiPen if you have a bee sting. Uh, It's placed in your nostril. They spritz something up, and and it brings somebody back. Is there a danger that addicts may say, hey, you know what, they'll they'll always save me with Narcan, so I'll just shoot up again and again and again? Or or is this uh, more of a, a benefit, or is it more of a problem? Well, you know, people say that. People say that. It's it's enabling addicts to keep right. getting high. But let's face it, that could be your brother, right. your best friend, your right. sister. It could be someone extremely close to you, and you may not even know they're using. So we need to make sure that Narcan's out there and people are trained to use it because it saves lives regardless of what happens after the fact. And, you know, save a life and then bring them to the Route 212 Coalition and there get them go. some help, right? Yeah. Uh, it's available over the counter now, I believe. Yeah. It's available over the counter, and we want to stress the fact that it's very important that you get trained and make sure that you keep re-upping your training because as it's pretty simple, but when you're in the throes of like chaotic right. situations, right. someone's over, it's crisis mode, you want to make sure that you're really educated and, and versed in how to use Narcan. And we put on trainings a lot. Oh, great. So great. we advertise them. If anyone wants to find out about it, they can email us, and we send out emails reminding everyone everyone when our Narcan trainings are. We had one um, in, I think it was January, and we had like 80 people come. They were trained. They left with free kits. This is free training to the community. We also had one in May. And, you know, like, it's it's pretty um, amazing how many people show up and need these kits and take them home and have Mm -hmm. them in the case that 
they might have to use them. It's it's as important as getting trained in CPR. CPR. So in the minute we have left, uh, Shana McCucci, uh, give us all the contact information for the Route 212 Coalition in case they want to help you or they need your help. Sure. Um, our email address is rt212coalition at gmail.com. They can find us on Facebook at rt 212 Coalition, and they can find our website at rt212coalition.org. And uh, Cassandra Quednow is somebody who's fought her way back from addiction. Let people at home know how and where there's hope and help. Well, we, Shane and I, were discussing this last night, and I want to just let everyone know that investing so much hope in tomorrow might let you down, but investing hope in the future is really where you want to focus. So when you invest hope in the future, you're looking at the long-term goals of someone really being in solid recovery and getting their lives together. And in solid recovery, there's something in you that sparks a passion to give back. So for anyone who's dealing with someone who's struggling with addiction, just really hold on tight, you know. And I think there's definitely hope, and people do recover every day. Thank you so much, uh, Sanya McCucci and Cassandra Quednow, not only for helping the uh, addicted, but for joining us this morning on Radio Rotary. It's been been wonderful. It's been a fascinating and good chat. Thank you both. Thank Thank you you. for having us. Miss Sarah O'Connell, who loves us by sponsoring Radio Rotary this week? Well, Jonah, Radio Rotary is sponsored by Salisbury Bank, your regional bank for all of your personal business and wealth management needs. Visit them at salisburybank.com and by the featured Rotary Clubs of New City, New Paltz, Patterson, Philmont, Pleasant Valley, Poughkeepsie, Arlington, Red Hook, Rhinebeck, Southern Ulster, Walkillies, Wappingers, and Warwick Valley, New York. For the entire Radio Rotary team, my co-host Sarah O'Connell, our producer Kathy Kruger, and the Wizard of the Buttons, our great engineer Mr. Jay Bursey, this is Jonah Tweebwasa thanking you for tuning in and inviting you to join us again next week at this very same time for another edition of Radio Rotary. And don't forget our website, RadioRotary.org. After thousands of years, after crippling millions of children, polio will soon be stopped forever. All over the world, people are joining the men and women of Rotary to end polio now. People like Jackie Chan and Jane Goodall. We are this close. This close. People like Archbishop Desmond Tutu. This close. People like you. Be a part of history. Help Rotary end polio now at rotary.org slash end polio. We are this close. For information about Rotary in the Hudson Valley, visit www.rotarydistrict7210.org.